In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Well, Josh is not with us today. This is Don Powers taking over for Josh. He's out tending to the important things, which of course is uh, some time with his kids. Uh, this is Non-Compliant America, April 22nd, 2023, the year of our Lord. A couple things I want to get to before we really get into the meat of things, but uh, coming up in May, a good friend of mine's having a fundraiser, it's the John Rich Fundraiser. And that fundraiser is for a friend of mine, another friend of mine, who's doing a documentary, John Stubbins. And the documentary is called American Anarchy. You can go to johnstubbins.com and click on events and get some information about that. Now, it's a spendy event. It's only 150 tickets being sold. So it's going to be kind of a who's who type of thing. But uh, if you use the code uh, NOCO, N-O-C-O for non-compliant, right? Non-compliant America. You can get 10% off of those prices, but it's, uh, you know, it's all the way out in in Nashville. So it's not like it's just uh, hanging out here in your backyard, right? But it's going to be a great event if you get a chance. Uh, if you can't make the event and it's a little spicy, I certainly understand that. Uh, but you can also donate to the cause, which is uh, this documentary that John is doing called American Anarchy. There is no justice for all. Anyway, it should be pretty compelling. John does a great job. Job. Okay, getting back into or getting into the business of the day. You know, uh, something that's been very concerning to me is is trying to get people to fully understand and fully comprehend what is going on in our country right now. We are in the middle of a war, right? The communist Islamic movements inside the United States are currently preparing for violence in the immediate future. I believe that. Um, their leaders are, are making preparations and calling for targeted violence against Christian patriots while government officials uh, basically give the green light for violent action, right? So it's happening all over our country. You can see it every day. And that leads me into the churches. So why is it that our churches are not getting it, getting involved in what's happening. Why are they not speaking out loudly? Why isn't it that the uh, Christian base only votes 53% of the Christian base actually gets out and votes? Look what's happening. They say, oh, well, you know, we can't really mix politics at the church. The hell you can't. You need to start doing the churches. You need to step up. You and your people, you need to step up. You need to get involved because what's happening isn't about, it's not about politics. It's about good versus evil. And evil's coming for your children. It's coming for your job. It's coming for your country. And if you don't get passionately active, you're going to lose all of it, right? 
It is time. I get really frustrated talking to uh, people when I try to do an event, say at a church, and we try to hold an event. Oh, well, we can't. It's a, it's a political event. We really don't want to do that. Why? It's not so much that it's political. It's about values. It's about the Judeo-Christian values that our country is founded on. Why can't we speak on that? Why can't we talk about the fact that we are, are the moral fiber of our country is being eroded? That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about people stepping up, getting involved, and doing something about it. We've got school board races going on, right? I went to a fundraiser a couple of days ago for... Uh, uh, school boards, and I'm not sure how much they raised. It got uh, kind of mixed uh, information. One person said they raised about a thousand dollars at this event. Somebody else said they they raised over five thousand because an, an individual actually made a five thousand dollar donation. So I didn't get that name and don't necessarily need to re- to repeat it. But the point is awesome, right? There's somebody who stepped in the gap. We need to be doing that. What have you done? What are you doing for the people running for school board in in your uh, in your region or in your school school district, right? Uh, right now, there's uh, some groups going out for school boards that are going out and knocking on doors, handing out flyers, handing out door, uh, you know, little um, pamphlets and so on for the school board members uh, in their community. What, what are you doing? Because if you're not doing anything, you need to get in the gap, okay? Because, for example, I've got a friend of mine I was talking to on my way here today said that... Uh, He's got to go to his son's first baseball game. See, that is important, right? And we need to do those things because we need to support our children. We're supposed to be there for our families. And I mean, my God, goodness, you don't want to miss that, right? I mean, it's, a, but while you're there, couldn't you maybe hand out some school board flyers to some of the other parents there? Maybe have a casual conversation about things. Now, obviously you're there for the moment to enjoy the children. You don't want to interfere with that moment, right? But you can still have a conversation because pretty soon um, they're going to take all this away from you if you're not prepared to do something about it. And frankly, if you're just not prepared for what's happening, you have to get involved. So you need to ask yourself what you're doing. We can all do something. I talk about that, you know, here and there. We can all do something. You know, um, like I said, some people, you know, really busy. They got family things, got their baseball games or soccer or volleyball or whatever they have, you know, going on. And you have to do those things. And they're critically important to be involved in your child's life and to participate in those things. Okay. But there's a big fight going on here and we need warriors to step in that gap. And there's something that you can do. Uh, I talk about this. Okay. Uh, maybe you don't have the time cause you're so busy with all the other things, work and school, uh, with your kids and so forth. But, uh, you got to fight for them. You got to fight for their rights. You got to fight against this destructive, evil, transgender garbage that's going around right now in our schools, uh, around the nation really. But I'm mostly concerned about it personally in the schools. You're a grown adult. You want to go deal with your illness and call yourself a a frog, Uh, you know, whatever. Don't push it on me. Don't bring it to my kids. Um, Don't bring it into the schools. And I don't want to see it in the public square, but you go live your life, you know, be happy, whatever. But uh, when this stuff starts coming to the schools and the libraries and these parents, what is wrong with you? What what is wrong with you that you would take your child to go see some of this porn, this debauchery that goes on at the libraries or at the school or, you know, as, have you seen, how many parents, how many people out there have actually bothered to take the time to read what the Oregon Department of Education is putting out on transgender and LBGTQ inclusive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, 
uh, ideologies into the schools. It's written by and put out as curriculum at, for the schools in Oregon, Oregon Department of Education. As far as I'm concerned, they should just abolish that garbage organization. It has no business. These students, these children, they do not belong to the Oregon Department of Education. They sure as hell don't belong to our governor, and they don't belong to the uh, federal, um, what is it, uh, Department of Education, right? Um, all these policies that are put in place, that's not consistent with your values, are they? What are your values? Take a second right now and ask yourself, what are my values? What matters to me? Those children matter to you. Why hasn't that caused you to get involved? It's all it takes is mass noncompliance. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I was on the show. Get out there and do something about it. Take 50 of your friends and tell them to take five more of their friends. And next thing you know, you got 400 of you and you're standing in front of that school board and you just tell them we're not doing this. It's not happening. Period. End of discussion. It's over. We taken back our government and you don't get to do this to my child. My kids have moved on. They've graduated from college, thankfully, and off with their careers and so forth. So um, I haven't had to deal with this, although uh, the youngest was right. That stuff was really starting to come in real hard at the, at the tail end of their high school. Um, and I remember it pretty well. And uh, luckily, my stepson said, you know, what do you mean? What is my gender? When they ask him, you know, in school, he says, my name's, well, I won't say his name. I don't want to put him on the spot. Just, this is my name. Like, what else do you need to know? Period. And I thought that was a great response. Um, so now, but your little children, little children, you want, is that what you want them to learn? How about you Christians out there? What about you conservative Americans? I don't care. See, you notice how I'm not talking politics and as such, right? I'm not talking about Republican or Democrat. I'm talking about values. I'm talking about moral decay. I'm talking about what is happening to our children right, which the future of our country is being driven into the ground. We are losing the very principles on which our country was founded. And that's what our enemies do, right? They target the foundation of your country, and they know that when they break that down, you won't stand. So at what point are you going to take some personal inventory and say, wait a minute, they're doing what to my kid? Hell No. Absolutely not. I am not letting this happen. Well, Josh is not here to correct me. I sure hope that word's acceptable. I know some others that aren't. But uh, anyway, they say that one on like Shrek and stuff, right? So I should, I should be good. <laughs> um, so getting back to really what's happening at the core of what's happening in our country, it's not as simple as, you know, one political group or one ideological group uh, doing this. This is a bigger picture. And I wish that I could have that conversation with more people that I know some, you know, wealthy people, some, you know, some intelligent people, not necessarily mutually exclusive um, <laughs> principal or characters, characteristics, I should say. Um, but, you know, that, you know, of all walks, I know people of all walks, right? But what seems to me that what I, what I really look at a lot of times is the people who are really comfortable, right? Comfortable financially, let's say they're comfortable in their job, they, and so forth. They're not doing anything to come out of that comfort zone. They, I mean, I can't, there's a couple of people that, again, I won't mention the names, friends of mine, right? I, 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 I really like them. And I know that they have not stopped for a minute and taken a look at that curriculum from the Oregon Department of Education. Because 
I can't imagine that these good, solid, moral, right, people could look at that and go, oh, yeah, that's, you know, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. And not and not be passionate and, and angry and want to do something about it. But it's like that phrase, you know, uh, or that saying from the Bible. And I don't remember exactly how it goes. So forgive me. I'm not a scholar on that and haven't memorized a lot of uh, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, of my verses and so forth. But um, the general principle is that, but if you know, uh, you're responsible for knowing, right? It talks basically about, you know, people will put up the argument, well, uh, you know, what if, what if you're out in the, somebody out in the middle of, of uh, the jungle someplace in, in Eastern, you know, wherever, and, and, and they've never heard of the Bible, they've never heard of the gospel, they've never heard of uh, Jesus Christ, for example, and therefore, how could they be saved? Because that's the only way. Um, and the Bible, I think, allows for that. It basically says, hey, look, um, if you don't know, you're not held responsible for knowing, but that you know you're now responsible for what you know. And I think it's a little bit of that same mentality. So whether you're a biblical scholar or whether you're a Christian or not, the point is the moral of that story is simply that you need to know what's going on, right? If you don't know, okay, you're not responsible. So I think a lot of people take this mentality of going, well, if I don't go read that document from the Oregon Department of Education, I can just pretend that I don't see it. I don't know. I'm not responsible for knowing. And I don't want to know because that means I might have to do something about it. And I'm too comfortable to do something about it. Right. So that's what I think a lot of that is. Um, so they don't get involved. They don't they don't act. Right. Uh, and that's really frustrating. I don't know if it's a fear of their it's just a comfort level. I, I can't believe it's simply because, oh, you know, my job. We're not talking about something that has anything to do with your job. But you're afraid of ruffling some feathers at church? Come on. I know you go there to feel good. You walk out going, oh, boy, I've been energized. You know, I got my daily boat uh, uh, boost, right? I got my, my religious booster, right? My God booster, so to speak. Um, and, uh, and then you go out and you don't take it into the world, right? Go out into the world and, and, and be a light. We have to bring these things to the forefront, I just, the reason I talk about the school stuff going on so much, uh, two reasons. One is the school boards, because that's a strategy at the very base level within our country. This is what the, these jihadi communist movement has been doing for decades, planning this out to take over our country and to take it down. Okay, we'll be back in just a few minutes and uh, I'll continue on. I've got a couple more things to talk about. If the road were easy, everyone would take it. We don't shy away from challenges. We dive in. And now, live from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10. Welcome back to Non-Compliant America. Here on April 22nd, Don Power sitting in for Joshua. He's out attending to the important stuff in life, like I said earlier, which is uh, some time with his boys. Fantastic stuff. I always encourage you to do that. So I'm stepping in. Uh, at the, before the break, we were talking about how there's this movement to take down our country. And I don't know if I can push that uh, 
any stronger. But it's really frustrating to uh, have this conversation with people, like I mentioned, friends, and they just look at you, of course, with this, yeah, that's a little much. I'm not really ready to bite all that off. Well, you know, what's the old saying? Uh, Hear me now, believe me later. All right. Uh, but we need to, we, you need to get involved. You need to step up and get involved. Right. So this is something that, uh, happens at it, it starts at a base level, right? We got to, you got to start with the school boards, with your county, uh, things going on in your county, like maybe the water board, for example, that's an important one. You'd be surprised how, uh, for decades, see the left has been putting their people in place and then moving them up through the ranks. Right. And it's a plan. It's plotted. It is funded. It is intentional. This is not just happening because uh, because some, you know, somebody's taken office and their people are just going, hey, you know, let's just fundamentally change the way everything is. Of course, we know Obama was talking about that. Right. But it's more than that. It's deeper than that. It's wider than that. Okay, I mean, look at uh, look at the violence that that uh, occurred after uh, after George Floyd out in Minnesota. Right. I mean, that, that, that violence was predicted and, uh, and uh, I guess briefed, if you will, right? That that was going to happen and that was going to be, that was going to launch. So um, the collaborators, this, this, this communist movement, this Islamic movement and their collaborators and financiers, financiers are planning this, right? They're planning these attacks. They're planning this strategy. They're planning to take this country down. So these things are not just happening in a vacuum and are not just random one-off events. They're part of a coordinated effort. And we got to start understanding that. We look around you and be honest with yourself. Start connecting the dots. This thing happens. And the next thing you know, what? They're trying legislation against it. This thing, this thing, this thing happens. The media talks about it. Repeat, 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 like a bunch of parrots, right? The same phrases, the same information. And not only the same information, but the same phrases, for goodness sakes, right? And then something else happens out in the, out in the country. And you got to start going, hmm, this is, this is predictive programming, right? This is... This is not something that's just happening randomly, right? So we have to understand that this movement to take down our country is happening at the very core base level of our country. And so we got to figure out how do we attack it? We can start talking about all the policies that are being put in place by the illegitimate regime that's in place right now, right? We can talk about that. There's, there's, there's plenty to talk about happening every day. The absurdities that are happening and the, the policies that are coming out of that place are just ludicrous, but that doesn't get people involved. So let's look at it at, at, at where we can affect some immediate change right here in your own communities, right? Start talking about your own communities. One of the ways to get involved, for example, is become a precinct committee person. So as a precinct committee person, you can, you have a lot of power because what happens when it comes time to change what's happening, let's say, if you don't like the way the Republican Party, for example, is behaving or the way that it's, that it, you think they're all rhinos and they're not, they're not having a spine or something like that, which some valid arguments there, uh, you can make change within your county, starting at your county level, because now you have a chance to not only get involved as a PCP, but you get to vote on uh, policy. You get to vote on how your county is, uh, 
your county party is uh, involved out in the community, what areas you want them to focus on, and you can drive those things with the power of the PCPs. And if you don't like the leadership and the direction that it's going and the strength or lack thereof that they have, you can you can get together and you can vote them out and put in new America First conservative patriots that are cons- that understand this war that we're, we're uh, in and are going to come out and fight for uh, for your rights and going to fight for your children, going to fight for the moral, ethical values that this country was founded on. Now, I say the country was founded on. I know that uh, we can have some arguments about uh, a lot of the amoral um, uh, problems within our own government, right? But what we have to do is stay focused locally. Stay focused, get involved, become a PCP. It's really simple. You go to your county clerk and or your county uh, Republican Party. You go in, you ask for, you tell them you want to become a PCP. They give you a, a, a form and you fill that form out. And if you've been a Republican for 90 days, uh, you'll be able to uh, become a uh a, an appointed PCP at that time uh, or at the next uh, central meeting. And then when it comes around to elections and ballots go out, you'll actually be put on the ballot and you just need yourself. And hopefully you've got at least two friends that will vote for you as well. You just need three votes to become a uh, elected PCP. And so that there's power in that, again, because you can affect the change in your party. You can begin to change it at the, at the level of... Uh, your county, and then at the state level as well. And a lot of that has been done. For example, I believe that it's my opinion that we've got a really good uh, group right now in as the leadership for the Oregon Republican Party. I think Justin and uh, Angela are doing a fantastic job. They're bringing people here to help learn about canvassing and grassroots movements. They've been doing educational uh, things to educate PCPs and others on how to uh, get the vote out. It's been really powerful, the change. So people complain that, for example, there's a dinner coming up, and I'll get into that too, and people uh, you know, complain about about uh, some of the guests that are going to be there. And that frustrates me a little bit because the Oregon Republican Party itself um, is making changes. So they, I believe that uh, at the leadership of the Oregon Republican Party, we've accomplished something that we've been wanting to do. We have new leadership in there that has the courage, the uh, acumen, the character to help bring about change throughout our state at that level. So we need to support them and we don't necessarily have to agree with every single thing that they're doing as far as like this, uh, this dinner that's coming up. And I'm going to talk about that coming back after the break in some detail because I don't really have time to get into it, but there's a chairman's dinner coming up uh, and a uh, special guest and, and, uh, and so forth. So um, that, that's uh that's going to be an interesting thing. And some of the feedback that I've, I've been getting on that already is, you know, uh, oh, we don't want to support that. You know, we don't need to be throwing more money at it. That much money, that's ridiculous. Well, we got to support the party. we got to support what they're doing. This is the change you've been asking for. They're here making that change. Get behind it and support it. That's my opinion. And we'll talk some more about that at the break. You're listening to Non-Compliant America on KSLM Radio.
Alrighty, welcome back to Non-Compliant America. Don Power sitting in uh, for the day. Uh, anyway, I wanted to get back to this conversation that I was having. I don't say we were having, but I guess it's not a conversation. It's just me babbling, right? <laughs> uh, so... This idea of becoming the change and becoming the PCP and uh, this dinner that I was talking about, it's called the Chairman's Dinner. And it's, uh, you know, the chairman of the Republican Party, Justin Wang's uh, chairman dinner. It's a fundraiser, of course. And they're bringing in Ronna McDaniel. And some people, of course, have some very strong opinions about Ronna and whether she was, uh, at the, you know, as the top of the RNC was bringing in... Uh, was really fighting the fight that we expected her to do, that we wanted her to do. And I think there's there's plenty of time and validity, if you will, to that argument. How, how does that how does that sound? <laughs> okay, but here's here's the point I'm getting at. Right now, we have a mission to get get going forward, right? To move forward. And what the chair, chairman's dinner is about is celebrating the victories that we have had uh, around the state. So we've 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 flipped a lot of uh, Republican county uh, executive teams into more, uh, I think 17 was the last count. Ironically, 17, that was a pretty uh, interesting choice of, I mean, choice. We didn't choose the number, right? It's just the way it happened to be. Uh, I think it's divined. <laughs> All right. Uh, but seriously, um, so that change has happened and we've got some good, we've got, we had a lot of victories in the state, right? We had some good conservatives get elected. We won a lot of school boards out there in uh, Yamhill and, um, and Newburgh and uh, Dave Brown and his people out there have been fighting for the school board positions uh, and, and uh, Dave and, and others are running again and get out there and support them because they are great Americans in the battle every day. And that's what, man, if, if we had uh, every County filled with people like that, this this wave would be uh, overwhelming. You talk about a tidal wave. No, forget about it. It's a monsoon. <laughs> um, anyway, it's 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 unbelievable what they're doing out there, the battle and what they've been up against. Um, but I digress a little bit. My point being is that we're celebrating those types of victories, celebrating the resurgence of our party, getting more and more PCPs. I know that out in Clackamas County last year, there's about 210. I don't know the exact numbers, but about 210. And I believe that they've increased those PCPs primarily through direct focus of uh, some great patriots in an organization called Take Back America, but not just them. There's other organizations that were pushing that too. But I think they've grown that to over 450. Somebody mentioned something closer to 500 now, which is fantastic. But you know what? They can have up to 1,200 PCPs in that county. So look at the things they've been able to accomplish out there and more to come uh, with only 500 and what could happen when they have 1,200. So we're celebrating those types of things, bringing our country back to uh, America first conservative, constitutionally conservative values and goals and objectives. And those goals and values are not mine. They're written in our constitution. And we've got a battle going on in our country right now and in our state, something, something horrible, where they're trying to undermine, basically usurp the, the constitution entirely. And it's getting a little uh, exhausted from them uh, doing that. So we have to fight it. We have to get our numbers. We have to get strong. We have to stop the infighting where possible um, and, and get out there together and, and go fight this thing. And, and uh, you know, again, uh, Jesus said it best. You're either for me or you're against me. It's really that simple. So get together, get together with your county party 
and uh, get in the fight. Become a PCP, join together, make the changes that you want to see happen in your county and in the state, and we will start having some serious effect on what's happening at the legislature. So again, on May 12th, um, tickets are now available for that dinner. It's the chairman's dinner. Again, it's celebrating, you know, Oregon Republicans. That's the key. And like I said, I got pushback about this thing that, uh, you know, Irana is coming and some people are, you know, they have their strong opinions about that. But look, it's the team that we have at the table right now. It's the team that we got to fight with. Okay. And, um, and it's not so much about her being here. That's not the point of this, right? It's celebrating Oregon. It's celebrating uh, the, the, the advances that we've had so far, right, in our party and in our state. And you got to remember, we're not going to get everything we want in one cycle here. We got to keep on this fight. We got to stay focused. And we got to take another chunk out of it every, every election cycle. Again, starting uh, most critically coming up is going to be the school boards in May. Get involved. Let's get our people. Let's get good, strong, conservative uh, Christians. Uh, heck, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't care if you're a Christian or not, right? Just good, strong, moral values. Somebody who care, get people in that care about our children, care about uh, uh, the, the values that, uh, the good, strong family values that our country was founded on, that, that our constitution was founded on and get rid of all this woke garbage and this transgender LGBTQRSZ stuff. I don't care how you live. I just want to be clear. You can choose for, for yourself, you know, who you want to be and what you want to be, right? Go ahead and do that. And when you're 18 or 20 years old and you want to go, you know, uh, defile God's creation, uh, that's on you. But don't put it on these children. Don't start pressing it on these children. Don't confuse their minds. There's enough time coming up in the world and in their lives for them to make choices and decisions. Right now, let them be children. Don't fill them with your garbage. Don't let them fill your child with all this woke uh, garbage, right? These kids don't know anything about this until you talk to them about it, tell them about it, and they're confused and they don't know what you're talking about. You can't talk to a seven-year-old about this kind of stuff. Are you crazy? Let them be. Let them be children. Okay? Your little girl wants to play baseball or drive, you know, Tonka trucks around. Great. Your little boy wants to wants to play. Well, I was going to be funny because I'm not a soccer fan, but that wasn't fair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay, right? Um, uh, my wife, for example, she tells me how when she, when she was, you know, when she was a little girl, she didn't want to play with the dolls. She wanted to play with the trucks and whatnot. And she's got this engineering mind, right? Well, now she's a horse rider and trainer and, and one of the top ones uh, in the country, and if not the world. And uh, But she's got this engineering mind, right? But so just let them be children, okay? And support them just being children. And the schools have no business doing any, teaching them anything else that uh, about religion or about sexuality or any of this crazy stuff because that is the... That's the parent's responsibility. And I know that the Oregon Department of Education thinks differently. They think that once you drop your child off, oh, that becomes a child of the state, right? Okay, now, now, now you've given the state authority to do whatever you want. I, oh, man, I think about it. I just can't imagine being a parent right now, how difficult it would be. Because if I heard that they were teaching my seven-year-old daughter that it's okay if she wants to transition her sex and they, they're going to do it behind my back, uh boy, they better be wearing a vest because <laughs> uh, it would not be pretty. Um, 
so where did I go off on that tangent? I guess I was talking about the 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 uh, dinner that's coming up in May, and my point about that, I guess, primarily is get out there and support uh, this event, get support the Oregon Republican Party, and the strategies that they're putting forth, trying to um, trying to give more strength and more power to the ORP itself as an organization, because frankly, over the last couple of decades, it's kind of been neutered and ineffectual, right? So that's their, what they're, they're trying really hard right now to bring funds in, to bring national relationships in and bring uh, more of the national groups in to help support Oregon. And that's really important. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, right now, Ronna McDaniel is the head of the RNC. So technically the Republican party and, you know, Okay, so what? Well, she's the top dog right now, and we need to build our state. We need help from national. We need all those national groups and organizations to help empower what we're doing here and support the things we're doing here in Oregon. And the only way we're going to get that attention and that support is if we show solidarity and we show our strength and a resolve to get that accomplished. So we have to work within our, within our counties and within our state party, and let's get these changes done. Okay, so get out there, become a PCP, support the effort. This is the change you've been asking for. We just can't get it all in one cycle, right? But this is the change we've started. We've got really good people in place. We've got Justin and Angela out there fighting for us every day, working on bringing in national speakers and so forth, bringing in money. Uh, which reminds me, speaking of the national speaker, Scott Pressler is uh, in town. The ORP has brought Scott Pressler in. Um, Scott Pressler is um, a conservative grassroots, excuse me, grassroots organizer, and he's done some really wonderful uh, work around the country. Um, he works really hard with um, with different grassroots, especially if there's a uh, a, a a close race or a battle that's going on in a particular state, he'll show up and he'll rally the, the, uh, the group, you know, the PCPs, right. And others, but, uh, and get them out there. He helps them learn how to get out the vote better, uh, to, uh, knock on doors. He'll go out actually into the, into the neighborhoods with, with people and knock on doors and hand out flyers and, um, teach them how to, to be more effective in doing those things, um, where, where to put out uh, ballot collection boxes and all kinds of things like this. And he's done a really great job and he's been uh, honored with a couple of awards from the uh, uh, CPAC and so forth. Uh, and so he's here in town. He's got three different um, events he's doing here in Oregon and um, trying to remember exactly where they are. I know he's going to be in Albany and let's see, uh, Multnomah County. Uh, that's on the 24th in Multnomah. Boy, everybody, forgive me if I don't remember all the dates. I know on the 22nd, I think it is, he's in Albany. Um, Lynn County's doing that at the Expo Center with him. And then on the 24th, uh, Multnomah County's doing uh, an event with him. And there's another one mixed in there somewhere. And I'm, forgive me, I think it's Lynn County, Multnomah. Oh, out in Deschutes. That's what it is. So that is Scott Pressler. Me and my buddy. Make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We're simply trying to have an honest look at the world to get you to prepare and to better be informed with what's going on in the world.
Please spread this message to all your friends and family as it's human intelligence that is trying to get snuffed out in this world. They want you quiet, they want you compliant and decadent. The elite organizations have deemed you useless. Are you going to get involved? Are you going to cower in fear and wait for your time? There's one thing that's guaranteed for every living specimen on this planet, and that is our time is limited on this earth. We have a chance right now to assert our will into the future, but we can't do that on the sidelines. It's time to step into the arena and interface with our destiny. I'm Joshua Michael, and you're listening to Non-Compliant America. Alrighty. Well, I wasn't expecting that one. Welcome back to Non-Compliant America. And uh, when we uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, a couple of events going on. One of them is this uh, Scott Pressler tour. That's uh, I've got the information up in front of me more clearly now. It's uh, happening on the 22nd. He's going to be a host. Uh, Lynn and Benton counties are hosting him at 1030 or 10 o'clock to three o'clock. It's a training and action event. And that's at the I can't, Lynn County Expo Center. So reach out to Lynn County Republicans and they can uh, give you some information on that. On the 24th, he's going to be uh, in Multnomah County. Multnomah County Republican Party is hosting that event. And it's just simply titled An Evening with Scott Pressler at the Shiloh Portland uh, Airport. And then on the 26th, uh, of course, April, this, uh, it's going to be hosted by Deschutes County. So he's going to be busy. He's going to be out at the Bend Shiloh uh, from Five to nine on the 26th. And then, of course, we were talking about just previous to that, uh, the chairman's dinner coming up in May 12th. So make sure there will be some other speakers and some interesting uh, uh, folks there. They haven't announced everybody yet, but I think they'll be doing that here soon. I know they took a little while to announce the chairman's dinner because they didn't want to interfere with a lot of stuff that was going on with the school boards and some, you know, some of that important stuff. They didn't want to drown any of those things out. They didn't want to drown out the Scott Pressler events. So they've been trying to... Uh, you know, find a balance in the timing of announcing that. So I can appreciate those efforts. I just, I do wish they had been able to get that word out a lot sooner. But uh, these things are hard to coordinate with everybody's schedules. Um, and so like I was saying, these are events that are going on. These are things that the Oregon Republican Party are doing to help uh, empower uh, uh, the, the, the voters here in Oregon. And I just want to encourage everybody to really uh, get out there and help go out to these events, support what the change that's happening, be a part of what's happening. Um, I know we have our opinions and we have some uh, disagreements within uh, whether, you know, how to go about doing things. And that's, you know, frankly, that's, that's wonderful, right? Embrace that uh, because this is how we get things done. This is how we become creative and come up with new ideas and new thoughts by challenging one another. But let's make sure that we're challenging one another with the intent of making one another stronger and lifting one another up and not necessarily tearing one another down. I posted uh, recently, a couple days ago, it was a song that was on my mind. And uh, no, not Georgia on my mind. It was a song. Uh, the song 
James Taylor, I know he's a liberal, he's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? The guy's got a great voice and he's got some fantastic tunes. And one of them is Shower the People You Love with Love. And that one's on my my mind all week. And so uh, I've just been kind of sitting on the tractor the other day and I'm just running through my mind and sitting there doing some work and it's, you know, wandering through my mind. I just think, uh, hopefully it's bringing me into a little bit, you know, it's helped to bring me into a little bit more peaceful place lately the last week or so <laughs> and i'm actually leaving on a little trip come up on monday with my wonderful wife for the first time that she and i have taken off on a vacation for the first time together in seven years so that is going to be uh bring me some wonderful peace too there's nothing like spending some time with my wonderful wife and uh seeing the ocean and, and relaxing a little bit so i'm really looking forward to that unwinding time but meanwhile, back here at uh, Ground Zero, we've got a battle on our hands, and I don't know about you, but uh, I'm in it to win it, and they're not going to run me out. They're not going to take this country away from me. They're sure as hell not going to take my property away from me. Um, it, you know, that's just, um, it's just a really frustrating feeling. You know what's worse is that we're even having these conversations, right? Why? The fact that we've got to the point where we're having these conversations, whether you think I'm a little bit out there, a little too strong, or whatever your opinion might be of this person over there, and, and some of the stuff that, you know, my conspiracy theory or quacks that you might hear out there, regardless, the fact is we're having these conversations, so there's something fundamentally wrong that we're even having to have these conversations as opposed to, you know, going down to the local pub, watching a sporting event, you know, Going out to uh, to playing some bingo and relaxing and talking about the kids and talking about, you know, what a wonderful life we have and and talking about how Joe's painting his house. Oh, no, no, no. You know, we're talking about how much ammo do you have? Yeah. Hey, did you see that so-and-so had a sale on uh, 556 the other day? And it was a great deal. I picked up some, by the way, in case you're wondering. It was like 46 cents around or something crazy. So that was cool. Um, got to do. I love practicing. All right. Love to practice target shoot and so forth and uh, sporting and strategy. And it's just a lot of fun. So that's all I'm talking about. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I want to also rattle off a couple of other you know events that are going on, Patriot events. It's not necessarily an endorsement of any kind because I haven't necessarily vetted them all. But there's some great stuff going on coming up. Um, let's see. Uh that was yesterday, the uh, flag wave they were having on Friday out at Willamette Scenic Viewpoint. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Excuse me. And uh, now if Josh was here, he'd be able to trim that out and clean it up and keep on going. But I don't have uh, his proficiency with the meetings yet or with the uh, technology yet. Um, but there's a lot of good th things going on. One thing I really want to bring attention to, and forgot to uh, pull it up sooner, so I, I will do that. But um, the Faith Fest that's coming up. So there's a Faith Fest 23 coming up, uh, and that's going to be May 21st from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's free admission. Uh, the great folks down in uh, Coos Bay area, uh, Citizens Restoring Liberty, who have done some just amazing yeoman's work down there to get uh, some good people elected on not only the uh, county commissioners, but school boards and just fighting every day down there. And I really have a lot of respect for them. Uh, so shout out to you guys. Really appreciate you. But some of the speakers are going to be there. It's going to be, um, and I'm not familiar with all of them, but um, Seven Day Slumber, Seventh Day Slumber, excuse me. Uh, the Brothers Read, Restoration Worship, Bracken Barnett, Joey Gibson, Scott Kesterson, Paul Cantrell, 
Vance Day, Brad and Autumn Heron, uh, and Be Bold Ministries. So those are some of the speakers and entertainers that are going to be there. I know that they've got a blues uh, band that's going to be playing a, a, a faith-based blues band that's going to be playing. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic uh, time. I actually wish I could be down there in, in Bandon for that, but that's May thir- 21st, which is when I will be out in Nashville for the uh, fundraiser for John Stubbins' uh, place or for John Stubbins' documentary, which is going to be uh, the fundraiser is going to be at uh, John Rich's house. I don't know if you're familiar with John Rich. He's the uh, Rich in Big and Rich, the country music uh, duo, and he's a fantastic patriot. He is a hardcore uh, patriot. I'll tell you what, I really uh, appreciate the guy and all the stuff he does for the country. So get out there, get involved, become a PCP, support your county, your, uh, your county, support your state, get involved in what's happening out there with the schools, turn this thing around. Remember, it's all it takes is mass non-compliance and we win okay thank you all for being here we'll talk to you next week